This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Power Breakfast with TT. Weekdays 6 to 9 a.m. on Power 98.7. 18 after 7 on the power breakfast. So the Minister of Public Enterprises, uh, Pravin Gordon, says that a combination of factors, including violent intimidation uh, by striking workers, is responsible for South Africa experiencing uh, uh, some of its worst load shedding on record. Uh, Briefing the media yesterday, the minister said that the ESCOM traditionally faces electricity demand of around 32,000 megawatts during the winter period. Um, he said that is and uh, ESCOM is normally capable of delivering 28,000 to 30,000 megawatts uh, um, under normal circumstances, meaning there was still a, have been a shortfall, um, it, it, yeah, even with that generation. However, he's uh, noted, the minister, Gordon, noted that his situ- the situation has been further exacerbated by ongoing industrial action, which means that uh, 90% of staff at some of the power stations could not attend work to uh, due to intimidation. Uh, let's speak to Lungile Marshele, he's an energy economist. Thank you so much for joining us there. What do you make of the latest then that's uh, happening at uh, ESCOM now where we are at, uh, um, you know, at uh, stage six load shedding? Good morning to you and your listeners, Titi. Um, you know, it's important to remember heading into this winter season, ESCOM was very clear that there's about a 60... Uh, or 100 day chance of you know load shedding and we've been experiencing it basically since may and what has exacerbated the situation is certainly the industrial action over the last two weeks but it is not fair to then allocate all the blame towards that this has been escom's situation in fact how we got to stage six was primarily because they lost 10 units this was on uh, monday night at various power stations which were not returned to service by yesterday at 5 p.m. Um, so it is a combination of different factors, but certainly the labor issues have exacerbated things. Mm. Uh, yeah, that and the, there's no easy solutions to these uh, type of things, especially where it comes down to um, you know, uh, demands of workers or for uh, increases where the employer is pleading poverty here or saying that uh, they, they, they cannot afford the, 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 the increase that's demanded by workers. Absolutely. Um, ESCOM's tariff application that they do on an annual basis through the regulator, in those tariff increases, they certainly include um, worker um, payment um, Increases. They also look at the diesel spend, their primary energy, the coal costs. They look at what they pay, you know, IPPs also. So you will remember that beginning of this year, um, their tariff application was just above 20%. And what ESCOM was actually granted was at about 9.6% eventually. So it means that whatever has been budgeted for for this year basically has to be slashed in half. And they now need to start reallocating that spend towards things like diesel and things like coal so that we can have electricity um, as well as the IPPs because those are under contract. So it definitely means that whatever they had budgeted for workers now also has to be slashed as well to the disadvantage of those workers too. Right. You know, a lot of people are clamoring and saying, but honestly, why do we still have a 
a, a, um, a chief executive who has failed to meet even the standards that he himself, uh, that he set for, for himself. He's not fit for purpose. Why is he still in the job? Well, there's only one person really that can get rid of the CEO, and that mm. is the minister himself. And, you know, at times I have to ask myself that what um, is the CEO's mandate? Why was he brought brought there? Um, is the shareholder, which is DPE, are they happy mm. with his performance? What Based on what they brought, brought him there for, mm. uh, was it to keep the lights on? I've got absolutely no idea. Um, but certainly they are not saying anything about the energy availability factor. The DPE is, as a shareholder, the whole thing about the performance and the operational performance. They, they haven't uttered anything about whether ESCOM's tariff increase was fit for purpose. They have not intervened in any various shape or you know, form. Um, and we see them only during critical moments, which also speaks volumes if your shareholder is not really visible and walking this journey with mm. you. Mm, indeed, I think uh, that's uh, something, a sentiment that many will echo here. Now, in as far as uh, the 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 long the long term outlook, I mean, it looks as if uh, the fact that we've even managed to avoid getting to stage six has a lot, has a lot to do with the fact that ESCOM has been burning uh, so much diesel. Clearly, that is something that is not con- uh, uh, you know sustainable, especially given the cost. Absolutely, um, about. Six months ago, ESCOM was spending anything between 70 to 100 million a day on diesel. Um, and I don't need to tell you what the price of diesel is, is now. So in essence, that number could have easily moved by, let's say, 20, 25%. And they could be spending like in excess of about 120, 130 million a day. Um, what this does to their budgeting, what this does to their, to their financials ultimately at the end of the year is absolutely horrific. And this is why, you know, they are in this tussle with um, labor, they're in this tussle with, uh, with, with, with the country also not being able to provide electricity. And of course, there's, there's you know, issues around how does the diesel itself get to site, as they've indicated that they've got issues in Ankarloch because it needs to be tracked there. Mm. And, of course, there are delays on the road, and even getting diesel is getting harder and harder. Um, mm. So, yes, they certainly find themselves in the unfortunate position that some of their coal-fired plants, there's been industrial action there, and the entrances are blocked. They're not mm. able to, you know, do what they have to do. And then even on the diesel side also, there are delays on the road. There are delays with the logistics themselves. Yeah, it's a difficult one. Yeah, we are in a very difficult position. Lungile Mashele, thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, she's an energy economist talking to us about uh, ESCOM now reaching stage six. As I said, it's a perfect storm there, ESCOM. Uh, already they were having their own problems with generation uh, and or with capacity um, even before this uh, strike action that is now uh, in some cases turned violent. I see it's just saw cars burnt out there at one power station and uh, roads being blocked. So no access to the power stations for the delivery of coal and all of that. The longer that continues, of course, the longer we stay in the dark. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.